All right, what's up, guys? It's Wednesday night, and the red light is on. Another betting preview. The UFC just keeps on churning content, so we'll keep on betting on it. I'm Dave Van Auken. Underneath the fight of the show, the ruthless one, L. Dawson. L. how are you? I'm good. It's another exciting card. I feel like they... They started the week, the year off a little slow, and now they're just nailing yeah. all these amazing cards that are coming our way. I agree with that, L. Uh, to my left, a new member of the uh, Ben and Bananas family, the one and only, the infamous Goose. What's up, Goose? How you doing, brother? Yo, what's up? Um, yeah, just uh, great to be here, man. Um, yeah, looking forward to the card. Um, it's going to be wild. Um, this is card, Mexico, altitude. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> It, it oh, is wild. It's, uh, we were talking about it on Tuesday's show, a little bit off air too. I love the main event. We love the co-main event. Two rematches, two fights. It's funny that both ended in injury, a little kind of wonky endings for both fights. But uh, I, was, I thought it was a really a two-fight card. But then I, you know, we kept on like, oh, this fight's awesome. This fight's awesome. It's got like six, seven great fights on it. It really does. I love it. But all right, we're going to do best bet. But before we do best bet, L. Dawson, we'll start with you. I want to throw out a number. I want to throw out something fun to you guys. Do you guys know what happened October 17th in 2020? Do you know what happened during that, Not that day? Not a clue. Not a clue. Not that fun. was the last time Brian Ortega won a UFC fight. October hey. 17th, 2020. We're in February of 2024, wow. guys. I'm not saying where I'm going to the co-main event, but that like that hit me. That was big when a high-level top five fighter hasn't won a fight since October 17, 2020. And you know who he beat in that fight? I was Korean just about to The Korean zombie. Then the win before that was Frankie Egner. The guy has not won a fight with a UFC fighter in it's been six years. Wow. Those both men are retired out of the sport. How wild is that to think about it? It's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy stat. I Yeah. Crazy. All right. We're just starting off a little hot. We're starting off hot. But all right, I'll kick us off. Best bet on the board. What you looking at? Let's, let's, let's lock in some money right away. Let's get a winner. I won't, I won't do a full fight breakdown right off the bat, but the lock on this card has got to be Brandon Moreno by unanimous decision. It, okay. it just, it has to be. This is the second time that Roy Ball is fighting Brandon Moreno on short notice. I, I truly don't believe that anybody in the flyweight division right now is beating Brandon Moreno, except for Alessandre Pantoja. I think that's the only guy that is beating Moreno. Man, especially on the short notice, filling in for Amir Albazi, and he's in on his home turf in Mexico City. I don't see him losing here. I'll, well, I know we'll get into the main event later, and I'll give my yeah. full spiel then. But that's okay. that's a lock. I love that. I love that goose. Let's get a lock for us, my man. What's your best bet on this board? Oh, you went mute on us. We lost you. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. Yeah, I um, I love the Moreno play for sure. Um, I've actually picked someone on the prelims. Um, I'm going to take um, Ferris Ziam um, over Claudio Pulas um, and over 1.5 rounds at minus 110. Now, this for me is just like printing money, really. Um, Pulas hasn't got anything outside of a leg lock. Um, don't get me wrong, Ziam's no Dan Hooker, um, <laughs> but he's also a guy who takes zero risks. This guy's a point fighter. Um, he, he, he isn't going to entertain anything on the ground. Um, on the stand up, 
it's not even close outside of a semi-decent leg kick for Pulis. Um, like I said, I can't believe the line at, at minus 110. I'd even tempted to go, you know, over 2.5. But, you know, best bet, let's keep it relatively safe. Um, lock that in. It, You know, this guy... It was embarrassing last time out against Hooker. I mean, at one point he was—he wasn't even pulling guard. He was just lying around on the floor trying to get Hooker to go down and, you know, grapple with him, which was never going to happen. Right, right. Um, ZM super tough, really nice, rangy fighter. He doesn't take risks, so this might be the most boring fight on the card. But, um, <laughs> hence, why I'm going to make it the best bet. You know, um, make it a little bit more entertaining. <laughs> have some uh, what I think is going to be a nice, easy win. Um, I've got to admit, my most confident pick on the card, I just cannot see. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I just, even the altitude factor, um, if anything's going to um, be a problem for Pulez because he's going to try and get ZM to the ground. So he's going to exert more. ZM's going to be nice and safe. Um, if ZM gets him in the clinch on the feet, he drops some nasty elbows. I've seen that in his last fights. Um, I can't remember who he, um, it was a Cage Warriors fighter he fought last time out. I can't remember who it was. Name escapes me, but um, right. it was in London, I think, as well. So I like that Goose. Oh, I saw your like. I when it, when Goose said, I saw your eyes light up. It light up. You like that play, or that really shocked you? What? I think we should buy Goose a banana hat. Oh, I like that. I, I, like I will that. agree with one thing you said, and that is that I cannot believe the line. Man, I, I think that the reason Claudio Puelas gets so much hate is because people don't like his style. And I am I am not a butt-scooting fan, but if you look at the danger that he – the legitimate danger that he put Dan Hooker in in that fight, Farisayam literally got – Terrence McKinney looked at his legs and he fell down. <laughs> like yeah. he got subbed so fast. If if I think that if Puelles has one opportunity to lock in a sub, it's over. And the fact that that's all he needs, I gotta I gotta go with Puelles here. Like I, I can't, yes, you can say it was an embarrassing performance. Whatever he landed, I know he landed like literally five strikes in that two round fight that we got to see. But if you watch Ling exchanges and how much danger Dan Hooker was in, that's not embarrassing. Those pieces of the fight are not embarrassing. And Zion getting subbed the way he did by Terrence McKenney was embarrassing to me. So I'm, oh. I'm on the other end of that one. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. I, um, I respect, the, um, respect the play, you know what I mean? Sorry. Um, I, was, I was thinking, like, here hoping, like, a banana hat was, like, something really cool. But, um, you know. <laughs> no, it is. Um, you I got oh, one. Yeah. So when when we disagree on a fight, sometimes we do a banana bet, and then that means that the whoever loses on the next show has to wear it during the show. So that's the that's the definition of a banana bet. So I like I that it, from man. El Dawson coming in hot. I, I love it. I love it. I can say. Um, <laughs> I, I don't get me wrong. I I love BJJ guys. I I yeah. love submissions. I love grappling. Um, I just look at this fight and think, who's got the more roots to victory? And it's it's Sam. So I like. You know. I can see that. I just think Puelas only has. He just needs one opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I. That is if true. it was if Puelas was in against somebody who wasn't as boring and as risk, uh, safe like risk safety first, mm -hmm. like Sam is, I I I definitely look at Puelas, but. 
this guy's just not going to engage in anything. I'd be surprised if he even doesn't just try and keep him on the end of a jab for the entire fight. So He very well might, yeah. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, guys, uh, that was our best bet. Let's go underdog plays. Couple dogs on there, uh, not the uh, top of the card. I think we're, I think we're leaning with the favorites, maybe in the main and the co-main. We'll see. But uh, L, what's a underdog play you like in UFC Mexico City? Uh, besides Claudio Puelas, uh, my underdog pick is going to be Chris Duncan. Chris, uh, Duncan. Chris Duncan is my guy. Of course, uh, he's a teammate of ours. He's a great friend of ours. Um, love Chris, but I think he's being very overlooked here. Me too. Like, Me too. Man, uh, Tor Torres is a power puncher. He has absolute power. Very impressive. 2-0 in the UFC. Two big knockouts. But the strength of schedule hasn't quite been there for him yet. And I think that Duncan just beat a huge power puncher in Ashmoos and did it so technically and so beautifully and controlled the whole fight. Uh, Chris has been in Mexico city well over long enough to be acclimated. He already told us he feels great. He didn't feel a difference in the altitude when he got there and trained. Um, the dude is, uh, has a natural gas tank and he can wrestle. I think that people don't realize how good Chris Duncan's wrestling is. And the longer this fight goes on, the better that is for Chris. The first round is going to be dicey. I'm definitely going to be nervous for him because, yeah. yes, like Chris can be hittable because he is absolutely willing to stand and trade with these guys. But he has power, too. And I think Torres is going to have to respect his power in that first round. And I think the more he implements his grappling, the better the fight is for Chris. Love him at plus money here. I like it. And not even that, it's it was plus 125. It was 135. I just checked it right before we went on the air because I was looking at that number, too. I had it at plus 150 now. It's I saw wild. plus 165 even. Oh my goodness, it's going up. I I think we wait to Saturday and be like, if Chris is Chris a minus plus 170, 185, and just ride it. I think we wait. Love Goose, that. uh underdog play, you can course piggy bank on Chris Duncan, or if you had someone else, let us know. Yeah, you see, um, I've picked someone different purely only for the reason that I knew El was gonna pick Chris Duncan. <laughs> there we go. Um, and with good reason. Love Chris Duncan. The man is an absolute savage. Um yeah, I've just been laughing like all week. I've been seeing tweets going, oh, everybody's on Torres. This guy's like, you know, the second coming of God is such. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I can't wait. I just, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, the first round's going to be dicey. It's going to be a little bit sort of sweat that. But um, I think then it's just Chris Duncan just takes over. I, 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 I even possibly fancy sort of late stoppage for, for Chris. Um, Ooh, I like that. I like maybe. that. So we'll see. But yeah, let's just sit, hope that line just keeps going. Yeah. Um, yeah, for my dog, um, this was a tough one outside of Chris, really, because I think there's so many variables with the altitude coming in. So um, I've picked um, Carlos Quinones over, um, I'm going to butcher his name, the uh, Rafael Bahomes, but I can't pronounce it. Nailed <laughs> but, um, it. Nailed it. <laughs> So, um, I mean, he's a great fighter, don't get me wrong. He's like a five-time national sort of champion in wrestling. Um, you know, if this fight took place five years ago, I'd be, I'd be picking the other way completely. Um, but when I looked at the tape, like before I'd seen the odds, I was actually shocked to see him as a favorite. So, um, you know, don't get me wrong, Carlos Quinones isn't, I don't think he's, um, you know, going to, jump into the top 15 at any point. I think he's, you know, possibly quite a limited fighter as such for this level, but 
He's got great range, good kicks, great striking. He's got good takedown defense. And I, even though he lost his last fight, I just can't back someone who's four and five and four, four losses in five, who's 36 against somebody as yeah. young as Quineres. I, you know, I, um, yeah, I, I just, great I like to say I had it the other way around when I watched the tape of both. Um, so for me, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll jump on the, I think it's as high as plus 165 in places as well. So I think that's a solid dog bet for the card. I think, I think the difficult thing is for this one. Um, again, sometimes I've looked at the Mexican guys because I go, I know for a fact they're training at altitude, which um, yeah. I think I think's a huge plus. So um, yeah, I like I like Quinieres to um, to get it done. I like. I, like I think there's a couple, Dave. I was going to say I think there's a couple that like the lines are so huge because it's at altitude, or just because these guys are big favorites. Like guys like Nayamov who definitely had Abu Dhabi privilege in his last fight against Nathaniel Wood. He should have lost that due to points taken away. Right. He fouled his way to a win. He's not going to have that in Mexico City. I think he'll probably beat Eric Silva, but at the crazy odds that you're seeing some of these fights at, it might be worth throwing a, an underdog parlay together for some people. Uh, L, my uh, my underdog on this, and we haven't even said this fight, is probably the third or fourth best fight in the card. I like Ricky Turquoise to defeat uh, Rojas Jr., Rojas Jr. gassed out in Las Vegas um, against the kid from uh, the Milwaukee from Rufus Sport. Uh, Christian Rodriguez. Yeah. Yes. C-Rod, uh, yeah. C-Rod. Like, he looked gassed like six minutes into that fight. He was gone. And, yes, of course, Rojas could spark Ricky early. But, it, like, Ricky seems very durable, very tough, yeah. kind of like a spark plug, one of those analogies you can put on him. And I think he, he's got a motor. And then it being in Mexico City, I could see Ricky really putting it on him second and third round, probably even getting Ruas out of the fight in late in the rounds. I really like that play. Um, yeah, totally agree. I think as well, Ricky's like, um, he's not like your like stereotypical either. He's really like scrappy on the ground as well. Yeah, he's like yeah. hard to keep down. Um, yeah, I love that play. I, again, totally agree. Sort of, I think Rosas will, will take the first. Um, wouldn't even surprise me he loses. 29-28 split decision for Turkey. I can so, see. I can yeah. see that. I, I don't know if I see the late finish because they're both no. hard to finish. They're both tough, like tougher guys. But yeah. I and but I, I really like Tercios. That's a great dog play, too. Yeah. I like and, and, and like, doesn't even train in Mexico City. Like he trains in Vegas. Like oh, he's yeah, not, yeah. He's, he's a factory not ready X guy, isn't he? Huh? He's a factory X guy. No, uh Rojas is a Vegas guy. Oh, not not Vegas X. Um we're strictly uh, Chris. Coach extreme couture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couture, couture, couture. Just, right. just on the underdog plays um, as well. I nearly picked um, Jillian's by Prado, um, and I might have a yeah, sprinkle Prado. on. Yeah, Prado. I, um, I don't he, hate that either. He's actually been um, not training in Mexico, but he's had altitude training at the Air Lab somewhere. He's been training at where they simulate the altitude um, and what have you. I really like the. Um, uh, if it goes to decision, no action play on that. I can't remember the line on Prado, but um, uh, I think it's a really tough fight. But I think really both of them, both of them have um, avenues to win. I, I really like, I, uh, yeah, again, another one like Turkey, else he was sort of in the list for underdog of the night. And guys, to me, this is a fight night, not at the apex. And I, the, the card that's really ringing in my ear, guys, remember UFC Austin last year? 
It was just the most wildest card ever. Crazy knockouts, like underdogs were winning all over the place. Sometimes you get in these great environments. And to me, Mexico City is going to be literally off the chain. Uh, that's a 1999 American term right there, off the chain. There you go. I'm aging myself a little bit. Like but I just think I think the place is going to be crazy. It's going to be bananas right there, Al. It's going to be bananas. And I think I can see dogs winning. I can see stoppages all over the place. I think it's going to be a wild night. That, that's just my feel. So sometimes I don't make a lot of bets prior sometime to Saturday and see how it goes. And then if it's off the chain, I'll just make some wagers, you know? Off the chain. Hey, I, I was tempted to just parlay everything under 2.5 <laughs> rounds and just see what happened. There you go. Oh, I like yeah. that too. Talking about parlays, <laughs> let's get a three-five parlay. Uh, L. Dawson knows this. I have, I, I lost my Super Bowl bet. I, I'm still digging ditches from the Super Bowl. I tried to make it back up on the three-five parlay last week with L. I lost that one. It's tough times at the Van Auken house. The kids are just eating white rice and noodles every single night. L, let's get a win. Let's get a three-five well, parlay. You'll be very happy to hear that I'm going very risky with my first leg which is Claudio Puelas to win. I'll take him at the money line. You guys know how I feel about that fight. Um, I, obviously, if he wins, it's probably going to be by sub, but I, I feel like there's enough juice on the money line if you want to leave it there. Um, I'm sticking with my best bet, Brandon Moreno by unanimous decision. I think that's one of the most solid bets on this card. And I'm finishing up with Yair Rodriguez. There winning. we go. I, I think he can he can finish the fight. He it can he can also win a decision here. Man, like you said, Brian was out for so long dealing so with long. so many injuries. So and he did take Yair down. So that will be interesting to see if we get to see a longer exchange of such a high-level jujitsu guy on top of Yair. But Yair also was throwing up subs, and the sub is what injured Brian Ortega in the first place. Yes. So I feel like Yair is so dangerous. And the fact that this is a five-round co-main event. It just helps Yair so much more in Mexico City because he will not get tired and he will stay dangerous for a full 25 minutes. And I don't know if this is true, but I was told that Brian Ortega just got to Mexico City yesterday. And oh if that is the case, I don't know if he's going to be acclimated in time. And L, and you know how I feel about this. I I love my kids more than anything in the world. There's a picture of them in Disney World with me right there. I love my kids. I'm not bringing my kids to a fight. I'm not bringing my kids. Did you guys see the, the face-off today with Ortega and Yair? And Ortega had his kids up there. I don't uh, like that. Oh, yes. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it bothers me. I don't know why. I'm like, the, that. I'm, I'm Mr. Dad. But I will not bring my kids to a fight for the Waynes for a face-off. Like, there's, there's something primal to that. And I just don't like it at all. Don't like it. But, all right. 3-5 parlay. Yair, Moreno, Claudius. I like it. Goose, give us a winner, my man. Ah, well, but, um, yeah, you know, um, this was, um, you see, I nearly went all in with my underdog and best bet on the parlay, but, um, oh, ain't nothing I wrong put, with that. No, no, but, um, I decided to be a little bit more create, creative than that. Okay. So, um, but, um, yeah, so first off, um, uh, let me see. Yeah. I'm going to take, um, the Santos and over 1.5 rounds. Um, I just think. I love this guy. I just think he's got crazy pace. Yeah, I am a bit of a Charles Oliveira fan, so he trains at the same gym. Um, but I, I just think he's got way too much. He's just got crazy volume. Um, I just love his whole style. I just think he's full of energy. Um, so 
I think it probably will go the distance, but I'll play it safe with the over 1.5. Um, Brandon Moreno, again, um, again, all these are just going to be over 1.5 rounds. I think that takes Moreno down to a minus 140, 150. Um, so you have Moreno like just... winning and over one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that... okay. I like that. Don't worry. I'll send you the slip. We can post that. And, um, <laughs> I like it. And then last, I'm completely aboard the uh, Yaya Rodriguez train with L. Um, I think Yaya is going to win this fight. Um, again, I'm taking the over 1.5 just to juice the odds a little bit more um, with a parlay. I think Ortega's done. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm even going as far as that. Um, I just don't know with that guy. I mean, I don't have any hate for him at all. I, um, in fact, I really like Brian Ortega as such. Um, great fight. I love watching him. Ridiculous, crazy submission game. But there's just something off about him right now. Um, I agree. Like I say, I saw the, again the, the face off, um, the kids at the fight. I think there's a lot of fallout from his love life that's still very, very sort of strange goings yeah. on. Um, he doesn't seem to be as vocal anymore as he used to be. I'm not sure, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying he's completely washed, but I just think this is all wrong for him. Um, I think Yaya is going to be pumped. He's he he's already. I mean, he's already talking about being able to knock out Ilya Taporia. I don't know if you saw that quote. No, I, I did. Thank you for bringing that up, Goose. I'm going to jump in that. It's the mindset of both men. One fighter is kind of bringing their kids to work. You know, hey, I want to show dad what I do. This might be our last time I'm in a big fight. That's what it feels like. The other fighter, Yair, is like, he's already coming after Taporia. He's already saying, I'm the guy that's going to beat him. Look at uh, uh, Yair's losses. Volkanovski, Max Holloway, that Frankie where he was just not ready yet to uh, take that next step. I think Yair's got some of the best losses in the division. And I just think mindset. He wants the Taporia fight. I think he wants to make a statement. Honest, I think it's going to be a quicker fight. The, L, this fight's not going five rounds. Like, that's like my best bet in the way. This fight is not going five rounds. I think Yair puts the gas up, even if he doesn't finish him early. Second, third, fourth round, just the volume, kicks to the body, leg kicks, jabs. Yair's nasty. He gets a lot of stuff done. Yair's going to uh, finish Ortega before five. Yeah, I mean, I um, I just I just think with Yair, he's dangerous everywhere for five rounds. Whereas, yeah, and um, so I just love the play. I love the money line. Um, I, I, again, over one point five, over two point five. I think I think it's fairly comfortable. But um, again, it wouldn't shock me if it if it if it didn't last long. Um, I think it's a yeah. great fight. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm pumped for it. I think I think the whole event. Uh, when I was doing tapes then looking at the, this card, I, I think, man, it, um, it, it, yeah, I can't wait. I, I love your Dos Santos pick. I thought you said De Silva for a second, and I was like, De Silva and over anything is nuts. But you were saying Dos Santos. I love that kid. He's super talented. He had some really great moments against uh, Cop in his very short notice oh. debut, too. I Really talented kid. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. I forgot to, yeah, I mean, um, I, in the Cape, in the cup fight um i even remember the presser and like um i can't remember who i was on but cup got like, a little bit funny and DeSantis was like you stood up got in his face and was like yeah you know you don't scare me um yeah that fight think, against cop was awesome he was in oh, cop's face the whole time 
Yeah, this is it. So um, I think he's just got the only advantage everywhere in this one. I mean, the cat fight was a really hard fight, again, on short notice. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this kid can do on um, on a full camp. And, um, yeah. You guys uh, have the line for that fight? Who's the – Who's the? I'm, I'm missing it right now. Who's the uh, favorite? Dos Santos is the favorite. I don't okay. – it was pretty decent too, right? Like um, minus – Well, I think it's about – it's out now because somebody – you mentioned name of earlier. The name of line has gone nuts. Nuts. Yeah, and like honestly, that. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I almost took, I almost was looking at him as a parlay piece. And yeah. you know something? I actually, I know a guy who fought him. He fought a guy from our gym on Tough Enough. And he 100% lost every second of that fight. And wow, somehow yeah. still won. And so, and I'm like, hmm, I don't, I just don't know about him yet. Like he, he had so many, he looked okay in the Nathaniel Wood fight. Like he did look good. But there were just so many fouls. And I, I'm like, I can't look past that. Wood is a great win. Like, you can't overlook that by any means because that is a great win. So he, even if he had lost the points he should have lost and lost the fight, it still would have been a competitive fight that he had with Wood. So, man, I'm so mixed on it. But I don't think he should be minus 500-something by any means. I mean, means. that's pretty wild. A friend, um, of mine, a friend of mine got him at something like minus 250, and then today's like minus 500. That's like he got it crazy. minus 250. Yeah, yeah so that's that, that's... that I, I would take, but yeah, they're acting like he's Armand. <laughs> when that line jumps like that, something is out. They know something. Vegas, like I said, they don't uh, they don't like to give out winners, they build big things in the desert, so they don't right. like doing that. El, give me, I, I know you mentioned the main event earlier. We really haven't jumped on it. Looks like both of you guys are Morano. By the way, I'm 100% on Brandon Morano. Uh, I love Royval. Brandon Royval, good guy. Talked to him before. Um, love his, what he does inside the octagon. He's very fun to watch. He's very aggressive. He brings the fight. I love me some Royval. I just think there's different levels. If you look at Royval's losses, all of his losses are to those top guys, guys who became world champion or was world champion. And Murano, the, the man doesn't lose if it's unless it's Pantoja or Davison. And even in those fights, he has like like magical great moments in those fights. Even when he loses fights, like he dominates round two or round four or maybe stops him. So I think Morano's uh, he's the second best flyweight in the world and close to number one. Like he is one A in my book, one B, I should say. So uh, you have a little breakdown on it, though? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I think Moreno and Pantoja are the only two guys that can beat each other. Yes. Like, I, I, I just don't think – I think one of the reasons we see guys like Roy Vall who beat everybody else and then only lose to those guys is because there is such a big gap yes. in the division skill-wise. I just don't think these other contenders have closed that gap to Moreno and Pantoja just yet. And, and Moreno, man, he – He's definitely going to be more likely to wrestle offensively. He has so many more tools to win this fight than Roy Vall. Roy Vall has a slick jujitsu game off of his back, but I do think he tends to be too comfortable on his back. He has problems getting up, and Moreno can wrestle, and he can wrestle hard while mixing strikes in and throwing, you know, 100 strikes around for 25 minutes, and he's not going to get tired, especially in Mexico City. I know Roy Vall trains at altitude, but – Denver is not Mexico City. I think there's like a 3,000-foot difference in the altitude there. So it's it's going to be even more extreme. And I don't expect Roy Val to gas by any means, but it's already a short-notice fight. I just don't see – I don't think he's got the power to put Moreno away. Moreno is – he's got this awkward striking style. He's so hard to hit clean. 
And when he does get hit clean, he doesn't go down very often, you know? And so like he got dropped by Pantoja, but Pantoja has power for a flyweight. Like very few flyweights have Pantoja level power. Uh, real quick sidebar, and I didn't think I was going to ask you this. You mentioned Pantoja a couple times. Do you see Pantoja in the next 18 months, if he doesn't lose this title, moving up to 135? Or do you think he'll just stay here and fly weight and really, you know, have a multiple year run if he can go this far? I, I don't know. I honestly, like, because he might run into the same position where who is there going to be to fight? Like, if he beats right. Albazi, he fight like, Kai gets a title shot and they fight. This this is, it's, it's probably in the next 18 months cap. If he wins one or two more, right. They love him. Probably a Moreno rematch. And then maybe one more, like kind of uh, like maybe a Kai car France. If something weird happens or wonky or like Roy or or Amir, right? Like those are those, if he wins those three fights, like what does he do in the flyweight division in 2026? Like there's really nothing. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know. Pantoja's not a super big flyweight. He's not. I, I don't think so. I, I'm a really bad judge of like weight, but like I roll with Pantoja. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. he lets me. He lets me work and win and stuff. But like no, I roll with Pantoja. Just, you're tapping Pantoja. Just, just tell like, just, just give us the tea. You're tapping. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> if I do that, I'm gonna get hurt. He's gonna hurt me. Um, but no, like I've rolled with him, and like he's not. I don't think he's a huge guy. Like I. Can't, I, I have a hard time like seeing him fight. Not that he can't win those fights. He's so, so skilled, but the size difference between him and like a Sean O'Malley, I yeah. honestly don't even know what that would look like. Yeah. So I imagine him he's, and Marab. Like, like he's not, you know how Henry Cejudo is thick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dense. Out. So when he like put on some weight, he like held it well. Like Pantoja's in shape all the yeah. time. Like yeah. he's lean all the time. So I just, I just don't know. I don't know what, what that would look like. I think, I think, uh, we need a little bit more time, but I think Muhammad Makayev is going to be the guy. Ooh. He's going to be the Ilya Taporia of that division eventually. Wow, 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 wow. Put some respect on Ilya's name, El Dawson, all right? Come on. Eventually. I, I'm, he's going to be the young guy that's coming up that everybody's like, okay, maybe. And then one day we're going to see how good he is. Sean Sterling with a phenomenal comment right here. Bring DJ back. I like it. Let's go. Demetrius Johnson. Bring, arm it bars. bring it back. Bring it back. Goose. Amazing shout out to you doing this in the UK. We don't want to tell everyone what time it is over there. You might get in trouble from the all Americans over here, but we appreciate you so much coming on the very first time at Ben and Bananas. Real quick, a minute, shout out uh, the Twitter game. Shout out some of the things you're doing, and uh, we appreciate you coming on, Goose. Uh, no worries, man. Like I say, just um, great to be here. Um, like I say, I love being a part of it. It's like 2.30 a.m. here. But um, on a on a weekend, you know, uh, I'm up for most UFC cards. So the good news is tomorrow I'm not at work. So um, that that's that's that yeah, helps a bit. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I, like I say, guys, I'm just grateful to um, to be coming on the show. Uh, like I say, you can find me on Twitter. My um, hashtags in there. Um, same on Instagram. Um, yeah, and I hope to be back with you guys. Uh, you know, more often. And um, yeah, like I say, I just can't wait for this card. I'm going to put some posts up with the bets. Um, me and El might uh, mix up a, a joint parlay again, um, like we did last week. There so, we yeah, man, it's. Um, I'm putting again, just, in it. Well, <laughs> we could just do we could just do over 1.5. <laughs> there you go. There we go. You're good. You're um, good. Like well, if your guy part. wins, it's going to be decision, and if my guy oh. wins, it's definitely going to be sub. Maybe yeah, we should yeah. do a double chance. I love it. Um, 
but yeah, just on the Pantoja uh, thing, um, I love Pantoja. I mean, that guy's just like a savage Monster. on the main event. And it's like you say, there's no hate on um, Brandon Rodell um, as such. I think this just coming off the Pantoja fight, which was like a war to be taken on Moreno at altitude at like in Mexico, yeah. I think fair play to him. He must have like some serious kahunas on him. So yeah, fair yeah. play for that one. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, just to touch on my boy, Mohamed Mikhaev. Um, obviously he's, um, he's British as such. So, you know, we'll take him. He's, uh, he's claimed us as his home nation. So yeah, that guy's for real. He's, um, he's slick. The wrestling's off the charts. And uh, like I say, it's be interesting to see how his power develops, but um, he's got some slick submission games. So again, like, yeah, shout out to my boy, Mikhaev. I, uh, I followed him right from the off. So, yeah, hope he, uh, hope he won the, uh, you know, Pantoja can move up and Mikhaev can take that. So, oh, he's not beating well, Pantoja, but, no, he isn't. but eventually he'll be in that spot. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Sure. L, um, sure. last thing for us, and we'll run out of here. Uh, appreciate your time as always, Miss Ruthless One. We'll see you next week here in the homeland. Um, Sean just had a good question. I know you're a Pantoja girl, I know you're an American top team girl. I know, but if Demetrius Johnson, flipped over and he jumped on the UFC 300 card and that was their shocker Demetrius Johnson versus Pantoja where do you rank that fight and who do you think would be the bet in favor going into that fight man I that's a great fight that's a, that's a great, great fight. fight I I honestly don't know who the favorite would be because DJ has been gone so long and he like, for how good he was, he never quite got the public like attention that he deserved by any means, but he's also been gone so long. And he, here's the thing about Demetrius Johnson is he hasn't been having to actually cut to 125 for a while. And you have to remember that, that these guys in one are not actually making flyweight. So there, there's something to be said about that. I don't know if he'll be, if he'll remember what that cut feels like. I, and he's older now. Like, I'm not trying to, yeah, I don't, I'm not thinking he's super old, but I think he's up there. He's getting up there. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I would lean that, Pan, I think Pantoja would be a slight favorite. Okay. All right. I liked it. There we go. Off in left field question. We'll take it. All right, guys, UFC Mexico City, Saturday night. Just listen to me. Just guys, bet on Yair Rodriguez. Like this is this last week. Me and El were telling everyone about Robert Whitaker. We won money on it. This week it's Yair Rodriguez. He's only minus one forty. The man is vicious. He beats everyone except for the champs. Ortega hasn't won a fight since October seventeenth of twenty twenty. Wow. There you go. Free money, Yair Rodriguez for Goose L Dawson. I'm Dave Van Auken. We'll see everyone next Wednesday night. I'm betting bananas. See you guys later.